going on? What's going on out there? This is the show. I'd like to introduce to everybody. It's called Just My Thoughts. I am the host, Walt. Some call me Walt, Walter. But this is my new show. It's called Just My Thoughts. And ladies and gentlemen, this show is going to cover so many different topics. It's not geared to one specific topic. It's it's everything. It's from from everyday life to events that we see on a daily basis from entertainment perspective or just deep in thoughts conversation that you may have when you're wondering about like life in space or religion or your future. I mean, anything that you could possibly think of, there is no holes bars, they say with me. Um, I, me personally, am a thinker. I like to think of and just question everything. And that's pretty much what this show is going to be based on. Uh, just my thoughts. And that's the name. <laughs> just my thoughts. So a little bit about myself real quick. Um, born and raised in Washington, D.C. Um, family all over the place. I'm a... I like to consider myself a free thinker or whatever the case may be. Uh, I'm into like uh, science and space and all that good stuff. But nevertheless, let's just jump right into it. We got Yeezus, yay. Of course, Kanye's all over the place. And some would say his perspective is wrong and they don't necessarily agree with the way he feels. Um, I stand in the line of, Everyone is entitled to their opinion. You know what I mean? Like, I don't necessarily agree with everything that he says, but he has his right to express that. You know what I'm saying? Just how he feel. Um, you know, it, that's his feeling. That's how he feels. That's his thought. So I don't necessarily agree with all these media platforms. I mean, not media, but like social media platforms who are quick to delete people's feelings and their thoughts it's the opposite of freedom of speech what um, supposedly america stand on right like the freedom of speech but nevertheless i have a little clip for y'all and this is pertaining to one of his more recent events so just just check it out and we're gonna we're gonna cover it I don't got no celebrity friends because when I was on TV, on Instagram saying, I don't know where my child is and the Kardashians kidnapped my daughter in public and I didn't have the address of my child. None of these niggas that want to say something Travis now. Travis gave you the address though? Travis gave me the address. Right. But as far as Meek Mills, no. Puff Daddy, whoever, none of these niggas. All you fake hard niggas, fuck you. Wait, Come, wait, no, no, wait. hold on, hold on. Okay. All you fake hard niggas, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't give a fuck who, because you can't shoot nobody anyway. And the reason why you got talks because you did a deal, you fucking fed. You know what I'm saying? That's why you got to come at me, because part of the deal for you to be a do all that rah, 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 and get out of jail is that you promise that you're going to go pull my co-car. So y'all niggas shut the fuck up about me. Now, let me say it calm. You niggas shut the fuck up about, you shut the fuck up about Michael. Right, right. I'm Michael now. Okay, first of all, that ended is bananas. He said, I'm Michael now. <laughs> yeah, Yeezy, keep it up, man. Yay, whatever you call yourself these days. I, I, I don't necessarily agree with everything that he says, but I do respect that man's passion. I mean, you could just hear it in his voice. Like, he really means what he's saying, you know? Um, whether it's right or wrong, you know, that's everybody else's opinion. But I respect his passion because that's coming from a sincere, honest place from him. And I could kind of relate to that. I may not 
be the most liked person at that particular time. But like I said, I respect that man being brave enough to express how he truly feels. And he's coming from a place of where, where he really feels like he means what he says. You know what I mean? So I respect him for that. But let me ask you another question, though. Do y'all genuinely think that these so-called gatekeepers of the hip-hop world or the entertainment industry, do you think that's, like, a legitimate thing? Do you think, like, Puff Daddy and the Jay-Zs and the uh, Drakes or whoever the case may be really hold some unseen power that shape the industry in some kind of way? Or, like, guide people or change the outcome or manipulate certain situations. I kind of sort of do in the sense of like the way hip hop has changed so drastically. Um, I'm not the oldest person, but I'm not the youngest person. I remember a point in time where hip hop was more balanced. So far as me growing up, I always remember the gangster rap, the, the people who are expressing themselves from their perspective from growing up in the streets, whether it was from dope selling, from uh, witnessing loved ones being brutally murdered, from them getting even getting their hands dirty. That was always a thing. But what I'm saying, like to how it is now with the impressionable youth, like how they gravitate to the youth so aggressively with everything. Like they sexualize everything and they, 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 the, the, like, look, look how many rappers are getting killed at an alarm rate, just people in general. But when I was growing up, the most devastated thing was, and it was devastating, don't get me wrong, was the Tupac and Biggie thing, right? But like now you're seeing rappers get being shot and killed at an alarming rate. Like these guys are getting dropped like flies. Like they're dying like once every week or something. It seems like every time I, I, I may not even know who these rappers are, but it, it just seems like every time I turn around, I hear someone say, hey, you heard what happened to such and such? I, like, again, I don't know all of them, but I'd be like, damn, like another one? You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like that, I, you know, from Pop Smoke to this other young fella that just died, P and something and, you know, uh, XX. It's just like a lot of these little young kids out here are being brutally killed, you know? Like, they didn't even really get a chance to experience anything, you know? But, you know, again, this is just my thoughts. So that's just how I feel on that. So back to the Puffy and the Jay-Zs and, the, you know, all those guys. Um, Ye said something about, you know, these people, they get arrested and then they they get out. But they had to agree to pull down his coattail, if you will. Like, the person that doesn't fit the mold, I do think that's a thing. I mean, if you think about it rationally, right, everybody who truly speaks truth to power in that, like, who doesn't fit the mold, who don't traditionally speak on hot subjects, right? So you have uh, anti-Semitic talk, as they say, or... If you speak on Jew, the Jewish community or the LGBTQ uh, community or, the, you know, things like that. Right. So, it, like, look how they try to do. Look what they did. Try to do to uh, Dave Chappelle. Right. All he did was make a joke or two about the LGBTQ community and they tried their best, but they did not succeed in pulling his 
um, special off of Netflix. Netflix was like, no, we're not like taking it down and we're going to keep it up. So don't you guys feel like it's something there to where if you speak on certain things, it's like these people that just come together and try to silence you or try to eradicate you. Basically, like nowadays, you can't if you speak on certain topics, it's like you're they take you off of social media and no one wants to work with you in the industry. And you're basically blackballed to the point where you can't get work. Right. That's the thing. You can't say that don't happen because it does. I mean, we're we're living proof. of What's my man name? Uh, Tate, the guy who speak uh, about women all the time and the roles of women and men and how it all supposed to go. And just because people don't agree with him, he was banned from like all social media. When in reality, that's just his perspective. That's just how he feels. Or, you know, you can't ban somebody because that's how they feel about something. But that's just, you know, that's just my thought and how I felt about it. But I do have another clip. It's 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 on the same thing, but it's not the same thing. So I'm going to go ahead and run that and see how you guys feel about that. Well, I got this saying. I say that black culture is trash. And the things that we celebrate the most, not necessarily black culture itself, but the things no, that no, we no, celebrate no, no. the it most. No, 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 no. It is. Uh, when you, if you study today, black culture is trash. Why do you say that? Uh, when I look at it, there's nothing positive about it. Hmm. Uh, during Black History Month, you can go from from, from New Year's Eve uh, to Christmas. There ain't nothing positive about black culture. Hmm. Uh, uh, we're, we're not highlighting spelling bee winners. Hmm. Uh, we don't talk about uh, the newest black business that's doing good, and we don't. That shit ain't highlighted. Uh, when you go on social media and you look at some of the most uh, trending videos and trending topics. Uh, it ain't black empowerment. It ain't uplifting black people. Uh, when you look at our movies, uh, we ain't got no motherfucking black hero. I think Django was the last black hero and Quentin Tarantino gave us him. Right. I mean, so like truly come from an unbiased perspective and honestly think about what that was Charleston White for those who aren't aware who he is. This guy is super controversial because his stance on black culture and the black community is, I got to be honest, man, a lot of his stuff that he says I agree with. Um, I know that's unpopular, but I agree with him nonetheless. Can't say I agree with him on everything, but I agree with him on a lot of stuff that I noticed that I'm like, I don't get why so many people are outraged over what he's saying. Let me elaborate a little bit, right? So just on that very clip, he expressed that a lot of things that we see on YouTube or social media in general, when it comes to the black culture, in quotation marks, like when it comes to that, it's pretty much based around negativity, right? From women being over-sexual on camera from... not I'm not... And I know... All ethnicity of people do these things. But what I'm saying is this. On social media or in black culture, if you will, the mindset, and I agree with this, right? I mean, truly think about this. I mean, I personally know people who experience this. And 
It's true. If you're in a predominantly black community and you speak proper English and you, you pronunciate your words clearly and you speak a certain way and you and you dress a certain way, the first thing, the very first thing that people are going to say to you is, why are you talking white? I mean, think about that. I mean, really sit back and think about that, just that. Someone comes to you and tell you just because you speak proper English and you're and you clear with your pronunciation and you know how to talk and have a, a, a dot, you, you communicate well and you dress casually or you, you your pants ain't hanging off your ass. If you know what I mean, and, and you dress nice and you're neat and you're clean. So, in other words, you're basically saying that. Black people aren't African African Americans aren't able to articulate. They're not able to have a, a a a very intelligent conversation. So what like the what what kind of mindset that what, what kind of mindset is that to have? So then you got to ask yourself: Is the African American black people is the culture toxic? Is it like be realistic? Come from an unbiased point and be honest with yourself. If you have a conversation and by you having a conversation and you speak well, the first thing that come out of their mouth is why you why you talking white? That's trash. That's a toxic mindset. So in other words, intellect isn't celebrated. Having, I guess, integrity, nah, not necessarily integrity, I wouldn't go that far, but I'll say having an intellectual conversation or, or pronunciating clearly so you're, you're clearly understood is only connected to Caucasian. So are we incapable of having, <laughs> it's so sad, actually, if you really sit back and you think about that, but on, a, on even from another perspective, think about this. So, someone you grew up with in the community, you played with them, you knew them your entire life. You guys grew up together, and you come home from school one day, and someone gets shot and killed. Right? That same person that was your close friend gets shot and killed. Right? And listen, I get it. If you saw the person who killed your friend. And you don't want to go to the police and, and, and tell them, I get it, because you're probably in fear for your life, right? And I understand that. Truly, I do. But think about this. In that same breath, right? Matter of fact, I'm going to take it to the, to the hip-hop scene, right? When you got Young Thug. Listen, I don't know much about dude. Do be rapping or whatever the case may be. From but from what I do know of other people telling me and what I looked into, is he was a part of this gang called YSL. That gang in particular was racket, whatever the Rico chart, and, and they did like a lot of different things, conspiracy, and people got killed. Da 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 da. Woo, woo, woo. So, let's just hypothetically say that that's the case, right? Why are all the entertainers and the people that you know in those communities saying are saying things like free young thug? 
free Ghana, free, free, free. Like free all these people who are connected to in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Because I would hope that you're not being held in prison off of false claims and they don't have a shred of evidence to hold you. Because I got to be honest, if that's the case, you probably wouldn't be held in prison. But nevertheless, my point is this. Why the first thought that we have in our mind as a community is free Young Thug or free Gunner or free whoever that participated in or were was around those type of people in that environment? Why don't we share that same energy with the people who lost their loved ones? Why aren't we more empathetic and more compassionate and want to see people who've done horrible things to serve punishment for what they did or what they know or what they participated or what they paid or what they, whatever the case may be. Why don't we push for that? Like how sick is the mindset of that? Like, I really feel like as a, a, a culture of people, we have to honestly do better. We can't continue to live and act like there, there isn't dysfunction there and, and not speak on it because it is from, from, from every aspect just about, right? You, you have to go to a family aspect. You have to go to the household aspect, the dysfunction in the family uh, from, from the kid to the, to the mom, to the dad. Like, why is the disconnect there? You know, you have to start the healing process in order to to see change, right? It's just dysfunctional people are going to continue to hurt dysfunctional people. And the hurt will just continue to go on and on and on. And things will only get worse, right? It's a reason why we are in this state. And no one's truly addressing why we are in this state, right? So we as a people, we, we have to be able to do better and own up to our flaws. Because every community has flaws. But we can't continue to act like we don't and not acknowledge our flaws and not work on our flaws and not work on our communication and not work on being supportive of one another, right? Like my man Charleston White had just said, right? He said, you never hear about the company that was just uh, introduced into the to, to a black company that's doing well, right? You see a lot of African-American people wearing Givenchy or, 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 or some form of European uh, designer. You know, that's their, that's their pedestal. That's, that's their, that's their ah, I made it moment. Versus um, spending money on a brand that's their own or help building up a brand of their own community. They'll spend millions and millions of dollars on all these other brands, but they won't invest in their own brand from their own people. Now, listen, don't get me wrong. This doesn't I'm not generalizing every African-American person. I'm just saying. The people who are in position to bring light, if you will. You know what I mean? Like the people who can influence millions of people. 
they don't really speak on much with substance. And for those who do, we know what happened, right? Become, if you become too over-opinionated, they get you out of here. And that's pretty much what I took from Yee's uh, interview. I haven't even seen the full interview, but I've seen some of it with him on Drink Champs. Uh, yay, Yeezy. Yeezy. I don't necessarily know or agree, rather, with him with the George Floyd thing. Let me let me elaborate on that a little bit, right? So apparently he was saying he was hit with the fentanyl. Fentanyl. I don't know exactly what he meant by that. And I kept looking around trying to find like a more definitive like a more a more a better interview that explained or went into that more. And I could not find it. I don't know if he meant like the police shot him up with fentanyl. Or he did fentanyl or I don't know about that part. And he said also said that his knee wasn't on his neck hard enough or it wasn't on it. It really wasn't on his neck like that. Okay, so for one, I wasn't there. So I can't determine the pressure of anything on someone else's neck. That's kind of a hard statement to make if you're not that person laying on the ground with someone knee on your neck. So I don't necessarily particular agree with him on that. Um, I only can go off of what the autopsy said that was done by, I cannot remember the, uh, the person who performed the autopsy said, but um, multiple medical examiners during the trial came to the conclusion that they felt they fit at that time. They, you know, once they reviewed uh all the evidence and what they went down, went over with, the conclusion was he pretty much died from the lack of oxygen or the lack of, you know, uh, being able to breathe properly, if you will. It wasn't from some narcotic or some drug that was in his system. Uh, I think they did find drugs in his system, but it, was, it wasn't enough. It wasn't like a lethal amount to cause him to die from. So, I don't necessarily agree with him on that, but that's the that's his opinion. He, uh, what's her name? Oh, it's Candace. Candace Owen. They, I guess he seen some kind of documentary that I didn't see, but again, the validity of that I don't know. The validity of the autopsy I don't know, but I'm only going off of what I what I seen, and what I seen is the trial and in the court of law. You are supposed to present the evidence and you're, I guess you're held in, you know, you can't, you, you're not supposed to lie. I ain't going to say you can't lie, but you're not supposed to lie about the evidence. So I don't think someone is purposely going up there risking their license, their livelihood. You know, people who I would think that people who perform autopsies, they have some form of accreditation. They have to keep a standard and they wouldn't go out of their way to risk their license or their, you know, profession to lie for anyone because that's them. That's on that at the end of the day, if they if they were found to be have you know lie about the situation, then that's on them. You know what I mean? So they, they're gonna try to keep it as, as real and authentic as, as possible. So you know they don't jeopardize jeopardize that. So with that being said, I felt like I leaned more to I, I kind of 
my thought process went more into that direction of that that evidence that was produced. Candace, Candace, Candace Owen, I don't really necessarily know how deep she dug into that whole situation because I've never seen her documentary. But what I do know is she does she don't she doesn't perform autopsies. You know what I'm saying? So she wouldn't be able to, from a science perspective, tell me, um, you know, what was what so far as oxygen and fentanyl levels and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? I just that's just a, that's just a particular thing that I disagree with Yay on. That particular situation with the fent- fentanyl. Because I don't know everything about that. But in general, what I'm saying is this. As a culture and as a people, we we have to uh we have to do better at the end of the day. We have to come together and be able to support one another and not necessarily always come together after a devastated thing happened. You know what I mean? You we come together and we sing kumbaya and we say, I can't believe this happened, and we but before that, it was nigga this, nigga, nigga. You know what I'm saying? We don't have that level of compassion for each other. I don't care about other communities. I don't care about the Asian community, the Afri- uh, the, the, the Caucasian. I don't care about white. I don't care about. But I'm, talking, I'm only speaking to the African-American community. We as a community have to do better. You know, it's a it's a history in that. It's a reason why we treat each other this way. And that's a whole nother story. And we're going to dive into that on another show because it runs deep. The dysfunction runs deep. And that's the root of that's the what you see now is the symptom of. What what we went through. You know, ancestry and, and things like that. But that again, that's a whole nother show at a different time. This is just my thoughts on, you know, what's been going on here lately. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, check me out. I'm about to be on all streaming platforms. I am the host of this wonderful show, Walt. And I hope you enjoyed. Again, just my thoughts, y'all. Peace. <laughs>